morning. This is Phil Canute with River Valley Co-op and your morning grain comments. Corn and soybean futures were higher overnight. December corn finished the overnight session up three and three quarters cents, settling at five thirty-seven and three quarters. November soybeans were up ten cents, settling at twelve fifty-seven and a quarter. In the outside markets, as of seven forty-five a.m., the U.S. dollar index is off 0.24, trading at ninety-three ninety-eight. November crude oil is up fifty cents, trading at seventy-eight eighty a barrel. Precious metals are all higher. Industrial metals are higher, except copper. The electronic mini Dow Jones is off 13 points, trading at 34,625. Rumors of Chinese interest in U.S. soybeans, higher soybean oil futures overnight, and wet weather in the Corn Belt slowing harvest progress supported futures overnight. The Chinese are rumored to be snooping around for U.S. soybeans in the coming months, while Brazilian supplies start to dry up. Traders will keep a close eye on flash export sales announcements from USDA in order to confirm these rumors. Obviously, this news is friendly to the soybean market. On top of that, soybean oil futures rallied 60 cents overnight, charting another new one-and-a-half-month high, in turn supporting soybean futures. The eastern Corn Belt has been generally wet most of the week. In the last 24 hours, much of eastern Iowa got rained out, and chances for rain for the rest of the western Corn Belt increase in the next week. These precipitation events are bringing harvest to a stop for many, at least momentarily and are being recognized in Chicago. All eyes will be on USDA's monthly WASDE report on Tuesday. The general consensus is that it will be a mostly bearish report, with the crop sizes and carryout projections for both corn and soybeans increasing from what was reported in September. As with any report, we will have to wait and see what USDA decides to publish before getting too excited over it. No One never knows what USDA will come up with. Aside from those few news items, there's very little else to report on this morning when it comes to corn and soybean futures. Yesterday, the funds bought 2,000 contracts of corn, bought 3,000 contracts of soybeans, and sold 4,000 contracts of wheat. They are now estimated to be net long 237,050 contracts of corn, net long 47,140 contracts of soybeans, and net long 11,100 contracts of wheat. This afternoon's CFTC Commitment of Traders report will show actual managed money positions as of Tuesday. From a chart perspective, December corn finds initial support at 527.5 and, and 527.25, and the lows from yesterday and last Thursday, respectively, followed by 524, the double low from last Monday and September 24th, and then 512 and three quarters, the September 21st low. Initial resistance is at 547.5 and 548.5, the highs from Monday and last Thursday, respectively, followed closely by the key 550 mark, and then 558, the August 30th high. November soybeans find initial support at the six-month low charted on Tuesday, 1231, followed by the psychological $12 level, and then the March 31st low, 1184. Initial resistance is at 1262.5, the overnight high, followed by the psychological $13 mark, and then 1308, the September 16th high. Opening calls are higher. Following our 24-hour rainfall totals reported by River Valley Co-op employees for their respective co-op locations and or homes. Ryan and Delaware County reporting 7 tenths of an inch. Martell and Jones County, 1 inch. Olin and Jones County, a half an inch. Stanwood and Cedar County, a tenth. Clarence and Cedar County, a quarter inch. Loudon and Cedar County, 2 tenths. Tipton and Cedar County, a tenth. Calmus and Clinton County, 6 tenths. Davenport and Scott County, 7 tenths. And Walcott and Scott County, a tenth and a half. And with all of that, have a great Friday and an even better weekend from your friends at River Valley Co-op.